This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is Tom Creighton, station manager of WCNO Radio. Most of you know that WCNO Radio is a listener-supported ministry. But do you know that much of our programming is made possible by corporate underwriting? Christian businessmen and women who sponsor this ministry monthly with a financial commitment that allows us to continue bringing you the music and message of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In return, we play sponsorship announcements that let the listeners know who our sponsors are, what they do, what products and services they provide, and if our listeners wish, how they may contact those sponsors. So if you're a Christian business person, why not join us as a partner in ministry today? For free, no obligation information on the Corporate Underwriting Program, we're available at 772-221-1100. That number again, 772-221-1100. Morningside Academy, the first private school in Port St. Lucie, has been providing academics with excellence since 1987. Morningside Academy offers private Christian education in a godly atmosphere, teaching truths that will last a lifetime. Morningside Academy provides excellence in academics, athletics, and the arts while developing Christ-like leaders for today and the future. For more information, call 772-335-3231. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbus, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Touch somebody next to you and say, How close do you feel to God? Because what happens is, is what starts out in most of our lives as an incredible experience when we get born again and we have this wonderful thing of God changed me, God saved me, and we're all excited. Over time, it begins to lose the excitement. And the excitement of our salvation experience begins to die. And on a daily basis, we find ourselves becoming more and more passive about our relationship with the Lord. And we end up living a life with a few highs and a few lows and, and, and a whole lot of the mundane. But we're saved. We got the up days and then the down days. And then we got the middle of the road where we're just walking through the mud. And we've lost our zeal. And you know what happens? We become negative. We don't see what God's doing anymore. We see what the devil's doing. And we begin to talk about the work of the enemy. Well, I just don't know how you're going to pay the bills. I don't know how you, how, I, you just, I don't, uh, and, and, and then pretty soon you done talked yourself right into the ground. I just, I can't even sit in church anymore. Well, what's wrong with you? Whew. Where have you come off the track? Are you in love with Jesus? Huh? How many of you ever found yourself having to fight to make sure you didn't lack any zeal. Anybody fighting sometimes to make sure you don't lack zeal? Because if you are, that means you still got a little bit of passion for the Lord. The passion really hasn't gone. Sometimes we got to fight to keep fervent. Everybody say fervent. fervent. 
That word in the Greek literally means boiling. You ever put water in a pot and put it on a stove and turn it on high? Wait a few minutes and it starts just rolling over itself. It's boiling. Do you know that's the way God wants you to be in your spirit about Him? Boiling hot, baby. When people touch you, they go, ouch. Ooh, what was that? Boiling hot. Somebody say fervent. He wants us to be at a boiling point for him. And not just some days, but all days. All days. Amen. And you know, in the Old Testament, when they built the house of God, the Bible says that God told them to build an altar. They built an altar. And then he said, now, step back from the altar. And then how many know when they stood back from the altar, God sent fire from heaven and lit the altar. He lit the altar. Amen. God's the one that lit the fire. So listen to me. God will not let you kindle your own fire. Did you hear me? He will not let you kindle your own fire. In fact, if you study the Old Testament, he judged people that tried to kindle their own fire. He didn't like it. He said, I'm the one that starts the fire. So what are you saying? Well, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is God won't let you just live in hype. God's not going to let you live a pretend Christian life. Come on now. He's not going to let you just come in here and sway to the music and get a few goosebumps and, and get a good emotional thrill run up the back of your leg and try to live off of that for the rest of the week. Amen. That's really not what church is supposed to be about this morning. Amen? He said, I'm not going to let you turn the passion of God into something that you can create on your own where you just get some emotional high off of being at church. Do you know that's what's happening across this nation and thousands of churches all across this country this morning? People just getting all worked up in emotions. And then they walk out the door and walk right back into the same mess they come out of. Mm. Listen, when I met Kim, nobody had to tell me to be passionate for Kim. I didn't just meet her and someone say, listen, she's really good for you. You should be passionate for her. Do you know I didn't even have to think that way? It just happened. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Any married people in here this morning? The first time I ever saw her was at a Wayne Watson concert at Chapel Down by the Lake on Flagler Avenue in downtown West Palm Beach. She was waving across the stadium uh, at this other girl's husband, and I was standing next to him, and I just thought it would be cute to wave back at her, so I did. And a couple weeks later, she'd come by the rehab where I worked, and I knew then when I saw her that she was looking for me. So not only was I excited about me and her, she was excited about me and me. Come on now. And at that point, I started pursuing her, and she started pursuing me. And we pursued each other, amen? And, you know, it kind of worked out because we're still married. <laughs> 20 years in a couple months. Huh? But there was a point in my life where all I could do was just think about her. And I, I borrowed money I didn't have so I could take her out. And, and I borrowed money to go buy flowers. And before I'd go to her house, I'd run down to the mall and get them little tester colognes and spray them all over my neck and run over to her house. I smell real pretty with $50 cologne on. And I don't even wear cologne. Makes me break out. When I got home after meeting her, I had to go wash my neck real good so I didn't break out. I don't do that for nobody. Come on now, amen? And, 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 and you know what? I, I never had to pretend that I didn't like her when I was around other people. And I was never embarrassed by her. And I, I didn't try to hide her from my friends. Matter of fact, I want everybody to know she was with me. I wanted to hold her hand everywhere I went. 
It's just like, yep, she's with me, Jack. You know you wish. You know you wish. I got her. And we got married in 1993. It's been pretty cool. I watched her walk up the aisle of a church. I put a ring on her finger. She put a ring on my finger. And I set her as a seal upon my arm. I set her as a seal upon my arm. Made covenant. But nobody had to tell me to be passionate. Hmm? And what happens in church, ladies and gentlemen? We say we found the lover of our soul, and then somebody has to constantly remind me every week to stay in love. Oh, I found the lover of my soul, but I need you to help me stay in love. Hmm? And what I'm really afraid of, ladies and gentlemen, is that is what we found is church. Because you can go home and you can forget about everything that I've talked to you about this morning. And by Tuesday, you can be right in the middle of your mess, cussing up a storm, wondering where in the world God is in your life and what happened and forgotten all about church. Come on, can we be real this morning? Amen. Is it okay just to be real? But I can tell you this, if you meet Jesus here and you really fall in love with Jesus here, you will never, ever forget the encounter that you have with this lover of your soul. Never. And he will set you as a seal upon his arm. Hmm? And if you really want to meet him, no matter how far down you go, no matter how bad you mess up, his love will carry you through. He'll always be there. He'll always be picking you up. He'll always be dragging you up. He'll always be encouraging you. He'll always be saying, you can get it done. You can do it. I'm on your side. I'm in your corner. I'm there. Because he loves you that much. Just whisper my name. I'll come running. I'll be right there. Because I am in a covenant with you. And I have set you as a seal upon my arm. Listen to me this morning. God is not looking for perfect. That's not what this sermon is about. He's not looking for perfect. Amen. He's just looking for people that are in love with him. You don't have to be perfect to be in love. Huh? You just got to be in love and it'll make you perfect. Come on now. He's right there. And when, you know what? If you're in love with him and you blow it, he still loves you. He still cares about you. And if you love him, when you blow it, you can go to him and say, God, you know what? I blew it. I messed up. You know what he's going to do? He's going to wrap his arm around you and say, it's okay. I'm here. I'm right here with you. Hmm? How, did you know in the New Testament, they didn't even go around calling themselves Christians? That's not a name that they gave themselves. Huh? And see, sometimes I believe that's what we do. We... It, we think, you know, if I can just get a good job and I can just live a clean life and a good life, my neighbors, I tell my neighbor I'm a Christian, you know, people are going to respect me and they're going to think I'm an honest person. I'll just call myself a Christian. Well, what does that mean? Really, what does that mean? Well, I go to church a couple times a month and I own a Bible and I know Jesus loves me. Hmm? Do you know what, you know what, you know what's in the Bible? Do you really know what's in the Bible? And you say, well, I think I know a psalm or two. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. For the Lord has spoken. Amen. And that's what we do. We think we know God, but we don't know Him. Hmm? For I lay me down to sleep, bless the Lord my soul to keep. Amen. I went and saw this movie last night about this tiger and his kid and a lost at sea. Pie. Full of religion. But the whole crux of the movie was that there was thousands of ways to get to God. And it was so sad. It was so sad. And he ends the whole movie with, well, what story do you believe? And he said, and the guy said, well, I choose this one. He said, and so it is with God. In other words, pick the God that you want as long as you've got faith. Do you know that Jesus said he is the only way, the only truth, and the only life, and no one comes to the Father but by him? If you studied Jesus, then you would know that. He said, well, I'm a Christian. Says who? He kept telling everybody in the movie last night he was a Christian. He said, I'm a Hindu, Catholic, Christian, Muslim. That's what he said. Did you know in the book of Acts, they didn't go around calling themselves Christians? Amen. All they did is become followers of Jesus. All they did is fall in love with Jesus. They were called, actually, they were called the people of the way. That's what they were referred to. They were referred to as the people of the way. And they were so much like him that by the time they got down in Acts chapter 11, finally the whole world says, these people are acting like Christ. They just act like Jesus. They heal sick people. They talk about giving all your stuff away. They talk about the first will be last. And, and they just act like, let's call them Christians because we really don't know what else to call them. They don't fit into any other category. They, they're not Jews. They're not Pharisees. They're not Greeks. They're not Romans. They just act like Jesus. Let's just call them Christians. And that's really where they got started being called Christians at. It was a derogatory thing. I think we just need to pray that the day will come when we stop declaring ourselves to be Christians and stop declaring ourselves to be something. That, so when people see us, they go, oh yeah, you said you were a Christian. But people just look at us and go, hey, I, wanna, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I want to be like you. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. This is Dave Freeland, your host on Sounds of Joy, inviting you to listen Sunday mornings at 6 on WCNO-FM. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold Peace on the earth, goodwill to men From heaven's all-gracious King The world in silent stillness lay To hear the angels sing Still through the cloven skies they come with peaceful wings unfurled And still their heavenly music floats O'er all the weary world Above its sad and lowly plains They bend on hovering Baby awakes, but 
Jesus, no crying he makes. I love the Lord Jesus. Look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and
Eve's adoption, divine pride and joy, angelic message, heralds the birth, prophecy is promised, grace is the earth, this was the first Christmas Eve. Awe-stricken angels, small rustic barn, worshipping wise men, traveling star, song of the shepherds, sound of the sheep, echoes through rafters, sing Jesus to sleep, the melody of Christmas Eve.
This is WCNO, 